Are you ready? I said, are you ready? You are listening to Voice of the Fan Sportscast. Brought to you by none other than the voices of the fans. Discussing football, basketball, news, trending topics. The one-stop shop for all things sports. by none other than Ben Swift Reynolds, Taylor Gatwood, and Tyler Wright. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Voice of Fan Sportscast. I'm your host, Ben Reynolds. We have RC. What's up, man? What's going on, man? What's going on? What's good? Hey, we got the dynamic duo (laughs) in here. Yeah, the rest of the guys, they had a night off. So me and RC, we're going to do our thing and and just bring it like we always do. No drop off here. Most definitely. Most definitely. Yeah. Hey, we go. We got a couple of hot topics to talk about. Uh, pretty big news, definitely here in Mississippi. Uh, Brad Farr, as y'all know, he was listed in the scandal for getting five million dollars from a welfare funding to build Southern Miss Volleyball Stadium. Uh, tests revealed that he was a part of this scheme that was helped push by Phil Bryant, the governor Phil Bryant. And uh, so the test message was leaked uh, earlier this week. And I'll read the text for y'all if y'all haven't seen it. So they talking about the volleyball and the money, where it's coming from. He said, if you were to, this Brett Farr, he said, if you were to pay me, is there any way the media can find out where it came from and how much? Nancy New, who's being charged right now, she's been, uh, she's going to trial. She said, no. We never have that information publicized. I understand you being uneasy about that, though. Let's see what happens on Monday with the conversation with some of the folks at Southern. Maybe it will click with them, hopefully. Brafar said, okay, thanks. And then she says, Nancy New says, wow, just got off the phone with Phil Bryant. He is on board with us. We will get this done. Brafar says, awesome. I need to hear that for sure. So, Everybody wondering who Nancy New is. Well, she's the one that been um, f- uh, frauding uh, all this money from the state. They said it round up to at least seventy-seven million in funds that was supposed to go to the needy, but uh, she is being charged with thirteen felony counts related to the scheme. And they said uh, Phil Bryant or Bradford haven't been charged with any crime yet. With if people know Mississippi, we know that you know we want to you know a state that's half poverty, uh, low education, just hitting all the bad points basically that you can hit. And it just blows my mind that man, they they've been funneling, putting all this money that put been going to needy and less unfortunate 
that all this money been going somewhere to especially to a volleyball stadium. Like I'm lost for words, pretty much, man. Uh, I know. Um, just I went to some miss. I was like, why? Why would they be on board to accept all this money to build a volleyball stadium, a sports stadium, over helping the needy and less unfortunate? That just shows you kind of people that's in office and what kind of cooks we're dealing with. RC, let me hear what you have on this story. Well, I mean, I'm not shocked, man. I mean, when you're the poorest state forever, you've been the poorest state forever, the only way you remain in that position is, um, one, you choose to be in that position or you got people helping you to remain in that position. And those people are keeping this state um in a position where they can control a lot of different things, the funding, the, um, you know, a lot of different things that they can control and they're cool with that. But I think too, don't, you know, I don't want, want Phil Bryant's name to get lost uh, in this because right now mm -hmm. Brett Favre's name brought it to the light. And, and actually it's a good thing because without Favre's name, it probably don't, don't go national. Um, but now that Favre's right. name, name is attached to it, everybody, uh, is listening to what's going on, but it's a low, very despicable thing. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna pick it back off of Funk, Uncle Shannon Sharp, who's one of the few who've, um, who's really just went at this and shed light to this. Um, I don't, I'm not surprised about anything when it comes to Brett Favre. I mean, he gets a pass for a lot of different things. Um, mm -hmm. They crucified uh, Deshaun Watson for what he did, um, rightly so. Deshaun uh, made a mistake, and but Favre did this before Deshaun. Uh, he just got, you know, he just got swept up under the rug and they talked about his addiction. They talked about, you know, a lot of other different things that they just, they really talk about the gunslinger that he is and all this type of stuff. And the one Super Bowl that he, that he won versus the person that, he, that he's um, put out there, you know, because I don't know him on a personal level, but, you know, life you live speak for you. So mm -hmm. we only can go, we can only go off of what we, what we see and what we hear. And, um, and I just feel like, you know, this situation is kind of going to bring some clarity to a lot of things for Mississippians um, because Brett Favre is someone we know about. But mm -hmm. imagine the people we don't know that's, that's been getting help and assistance from this state uh, that are not named Brett Favre. He just got caught and he was just sloppy. So very, very, very sad situation. But I'm not shocked when it comes to politicians. Um, I feel like they're all in the same bed together. Yeah, me too. Uh, like I said, I, I'm not, I wasn't shocked, but I was kind of impalled by this type of behavior, uh, because it's un, it's uncalled for, it's uh, disgusting. Because I, I, I was the type of guy that looked at Brad Farr as an arrogant individual who thinks everything is handed to him, that he can get over on people, that he was above the system, above the law, and I never liked him as a person, man. I can't. I say I have a good reading on people. And when I saw Brad Favre, I just didn't like who he was. And I saw we saw the incidents at the Jets with the test messages, him cheating on his wife and doing that when she had uh, cancer. It's like all day it was just this dude was a bad guy. And everybody loved him. I'm like, do y'all not see who he is? Just because he played, just because he throw around ball on me, didn't squat. And People should be outraged even more because uh, just think about that money that could help Jackson right now in this crisis, right? We would we probably wouldn't be in here if they would use the money to help those people. 
But no, is right. we got the elitists, man, that think they can do whatever they want to, and and they get away with it because we worship celebrities, we work, we worship politicians, we worship all these people that doesn't care about you. When would people right. get that through their head? These people don't care about you. It don't matter if you're on one side or the other side. They all in the bed together. Right. Most it's definitely. The, Most definitely. I agree with that. Sorry and it's the have or have nots, bro. Like, mm. you've seen it time and time again. People right. getting screw, screwed over. Poor people getting screwed over. Mm-hmm. And it's time that people just say, hey, man, this is wrong. And there'd be some, something to be done about it. And, man, labels create division. When they, that's the thing about politics. I'm not into politics, but the one thing I learned, politics are in a lot of walks of life. Labels create division. So if I can put a label on, I can divide you. So if I can call it Democrats or, or Republicans, that's how you get separated. But really, it's the same thing. They're all the same thing. Um, it's a, you can't, you can't have, if everybody, um, it's like this world can't thrive with, with everybody having money and everybody um, being treated fairly. You got to have, you know, the good, bad, and the evil, and the rich, poor, and less fortunate. But it's like, um, it's sad, man. But I think I'm so happy, you know, at times I'm I'm, I'm hard and kind of feel some type of way about social media, but without this, this technology exposing and, and making people aware of what's going on, we probably still, still wouldn't have known that this was happening in our state. But Mississippi has some good people here, and a lot of us, it's a black cloud over this state, but we're not responsible for that. It's the, it's our it's these crooks we put in office. Uh, so most people are voting just so they can have a sticker and post it on social mm-hmm. media, but they're not doing their homework. You know, these people are ruining your communities and um, helping the rich get richer. Yeah, just because you might identify yourself a Republican, trust me, there's Republicans that don't like you. Just because you poor and you come from a illiterate background, there's some Democrats that don't like you. If you vote Democrat, just because of who you are, you're not on their status, right? So right. Brad Farr, he been doing this for a long time. Uh, you think he gonna see jail time or any no. repercussions? Hell no, hell no. It's too quiet in the state right now. It's yeah, too quiet. It's too the quiet. media, the media is too quiet. Like this guy is the all-time leading interception thrower. It's not. This is not Joe Montana. We're talking about. This is not Steve Young. This is not Joe Namath. This is Brett Favre. He's a folk hero here in, in the state of Mississippi. You know, we have Steve McNair. We have Jerry Rice. If it had been any one of those guys, they'll be thrown under the jail because let's just be real. Let's be honest. Like, they treat, they have their picks, and the, mm-hmm. and the color of your skin sometimes plays a role in that. And, uh, yeah. and a lot of time, it's not about racism alone, but it's, it, it's most of the time it is. But what I would like to say is, you know, you know, Mike should give you a hard time about Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, like, hey, man, listen, he done paid his dues. He was wrong, blah, blah, blah. But the reason why I was trying to get on and push push, push that topic on is because when they do catch a brother um, doing something wrong, they're going to run his name through the dirt. They're going to crucify him. But there's plenty of incidents where, um, and it's not, it's not Brett Favre. Um, the, the the Brett Favre of the world do the same, and, and it's kind of like it's getting swept under the rug. You remember the guy in Seattle that beat the girl that almost to death, and you mm-hmm. ain't heard no more about that. But it's like we can't get past Deshaun Watson. 
we couldn't get past Michael Vick. Certain people they get they get a pass, bro, and it's right. not right. We couldn't get it's past Colin right. Kaepernick. And I mm-hmm. see this thing that said Kaepernick took a knee, and then it said Favre took where uh, stole welfare money, funds, welfare funds. So it's like, you know, in this country, we need to stop picking and choosing and moving the goalposts when it comes to right and wrong, or wrong and wrong. Um, Deshaun Watson is wrong for what he did, but Brett Favre is too. And um, I think the media, sports world, is so busy want to talk about uh, Trey Lance. They don't want to talk about Brett Favre. They want to talk about everything but that. Because yeah, he, they want to post Trey Lance at the script club, but they want yeah, post come on. Brett Favre spending that money. Like that John is outrageous, man. Yeah, yeah. Like y'all like, don't I'm, understand how many people are going hungry and homeless, man. I, I drive through it. The Hasbro area making deliveries, and I see a ton of homeless people. And it's getting worse by I me. Mean, I'm pretty sure even worse than Jackson. Like, I'm from Jackson, so I know the roads are crappy. No benches are there. People got robbing and killing each other because they trying to get over and make the ends mean. I like, oh, it's just that five million, that 77 million could could done way, could have done so much more. And like I said, it's, it just is leaving a, a, a a bad taste in people's mouth, and now people looking at Mississippi like, well, y'all, y'all can't even run your money right. Y'all ain't putting the right people in position to 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 put the money where it need to be. And like that's Mississippi for you. I think that's what people really think of it. They're like, that's Mississippi for you, and they don't care. And I think that's why news is not that big because, uh, oh, that's just Mississippi. They always misfortunate. You know, they, uh, it's just they how expect- it is. Yeah, we're expected to be the worst, the dumbest state, the poorest state. There's no way. If you know anything about trajectory, if you know anything about uh, progression and evolution, you can't stay at the bottom forever. Not by, yeah. not just, you know, you're going to, something's going to change. Like, things are going to happen. Like, you're going to, something going to start, have you start trending in the right direction. But you can stay at the bottom if there's people who are strategically making sure that you stay at the bottom. You can stay oh, yeah. the dumbest, you can stay the dumbest state. If you it's um, manufactured, yeah, your school has poor funding. You know, the facilities are run down. Uh, the books are old. The teachers are underpaid. Uh, it's just they make they making sure that the people who have the money keep the money. And I can't believe that an athlete would would take part in that, man. It's just it's just it's just unfortunate. Right, uh, how do the people sleep at night? Oh, I know they look at the money. I know a right. lot of people that sell their soul for five million. And it's dev- different, it. different, different levels, different devils. Yes, is it's pretty much wherever your wherever your uh wherever floats your boat is pretty much it. And it, I, it's just not enough, man. I feel like we in a cycle that I don't know, man. Something got to change. Something gonna have to shake up because if not nothing, nothing's ever gonna change. Nothing's ever gonna happen. Especially for Jackson, man. Like Jackson used to be a beautiful place. I grew up in Jackson, right? And all of a sudden, bam! Gradually, it happened gradually. It's manufactured, man. So, hopefully, uh, this story break more news and hit more ears because this is something they need to talk about. Especially governments taking money from the people. I want to say one more, say one more thing. Uh, Shannon Short made a great point about how the, the Hall of Fame voters did To with uh, To's actions. Um, mm-hmm. A few more players um, that they deemed as 
and appropriate. And it kept him out of the Hall of Fame for a little minute. But Brett Favre has done so much and was a first ballot Hall of Famer. And that's why I don't have no record. No No, record of doing this stuff. No, no record of doing this stuff, man. No, no, um, just, it's just sad, bro. It really is. It's it's really unfortunate, but it's, 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 it's blatant. It's right in front of your face. And what we got to understand is, is that we have to get use these type of platforms, not just to talk about sports. We're definitely not talking about politics, but, but when something like is affecting us or affecting our people, or, Mm -hmm. you know, we need to be able to speak on it and, and let people know this is not right. And that we shouldn't encourage, um, like, no sin is greater than the other. So if somebody's wrong, no matter what color their skin is, I mean, you should address it and talk about it. Um, I have a lot of heroes and people that I love. But if you tell me tomorrow that Michael Jordan is raping little girls, I'm not I'm not going to continue. And not I'm defend not gonna, it. And not, yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm not defending him, man. I'm not. He's I'm not, not God. Him. No. He's, he's, he, he's not God. And he don't get a pass because if it was me, they would not give me a pass. They would not giving regular people passes, and we need to stop giving these celebrities, athletes, these these crooked preachers and politicians passes, you know, for stuff that and, they crucify regular people. And, for. and you know why they keep doing it because people are giving them passes, right. making excuses. Right. That's why you stop worshiping. Stop worshiping these idols. Right. They are not your God. They definitely not your friend. Right. And they don't have your business in at heart. Right. And you don't get paid All to right. be a fan, ladies and gentlemen. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right. Let's move on to another whoo man a week to, to another um deep story here. Robert Sawyer, say what Savior. Yeah, Robert Savior. Uh well he he been accused of saying racist things. <laughs> Workplace misconduct, harassing women, being sexist. Uh, let's go on. And uh, sons, the NBA fined him ten million dollars and one year uh, suspension. And he came out and said, uh, "While I disagree with some of the particulars of the NBA's report, I would like to apologize for my words, actions that offended our employees." Savior said in a statement through the Suns, I take full responsibility for what I've done. I am sorry for causing this pain. These errors in judgment are not consistent with my personal philosophy or my values. I accept the consequences of the NBA decisions. This moment is an opportunity for me to demonstrate capacity to learn and grow as we continue to build a working culture with where every employee feels comfortable and valid. Uh, I call BS on that. It's great BS. Right. I agree. You only saw it because you got caught, bro. Yeah, and he's said these errors in judgment are not consistent with my personal philosophy or values. No, you show who you really were. Mm-hmm. It ain't no error. That's you. Right. That's you. And, you only, and you only feel some type of way because you got caught. And the thing about it is, man, it's like what people have to understand is I believe in mercy and grace. But I feel like for some people, like in a situation like this, money and power, ego, pride, it ruins a man. And in this case, he might have, he might have, his parents probably didn't raise him to be that way. He wasn't growing up. He probably didn't believe or carried himself at one point in time, you know, that way. But over time, gradually with money and power, it changes a person. You um, feel like you're untouchable. Yeah. And so, therefore, 
You know, you start treating people differently, man. I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a grown man. I know that we all have flaws and we make mistakes. And at times we say and do things that uh, we shouldn't. But when, when you're, when you're, <laughs> I, I think racism is taught. You learn that it's a learned behavior. Mm-hmm. And you know what's going to be difficult for him while he had this PR people to write this up? It's easy to learn, but it's very difficult to unlearn bad habits. Like if you're using racial slurs or you're used to degrading women or whatever you do, you're going to go through some kind of withdrawal like it's a drug. It's the same type of, it's a, it's the same type of thing. You got to unlearn mm-hmm. it. It's going to be very difficult. So I don't know if I would have said too much because, I mean, no, nothing, you've already said too much. Yeah, you already said it. <laughs> You already, yeah, you you pretty much already said too much, and this is go. This has happened way too me too much with owners, and they they feel like they can treat their employees a certain way, how they treat the women, how they treat the players. It's just they gotta do something about this. How these owners be acting out, and I I listened to Stephen A. and uh his show, and they were talking about how the owners is basically uh what's the uh. Commissioner named Silver, Silverman. Is that his uh, name? Adam Silver. Yeah, Adam Silver. That, NBA. Yeah. yeah, they they were talking about how his bosses was like, "Yo, you can't be going around and just disciplining owners like this. Like, you might open up Pandora's Pandora's box because of all the other things that might be going on." So they feel like the suspicion wasn't that great because of the owners stepping in, like, "Hey, we your boss, but we don't want you." doing too much with this because of all the other stuff that go on and it's a club bro they protect their own yeah because they know if they don't some more stuff gonna come out and it's gonna be something about them or that that's why the owners act like this because they know they are protecting now david sterling they the 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 media people push back on this so they had to do something plus it was audio when you have mm-hmm. video audio something is way worse than just hearing he say she say yeah. But even it should be still it should take it should have the same effect if it was an audio. Mm-hmm. If if employees say they've been mistreated, they not just making that up, man. If more than one employee says they've been mistreated, then it's not something that somebody's just making up. Right. Especially right. especially it come from men and women. Right. Right. That league is already struggling. That league is uh, going through a lot. Um, I think it's a it's the league. The league is ran by players, right? Mm-hmm. So I think the problem is I think they want to corral it, you know, and bring that back in. They kind of want to get control of that. And um, but these owners, they understand that money. You know, I don't think it's it's a it's a they care, but they really don't care because it's about the money. They, they generate a lot of money. Like basketball yeah. is the most popular it's ever been. Like I think it's because it's, it's worldwide now. You know, Michael Jordan and the USA Dream Team was the reason why it became global. But now you got some of the best players in, in the NBA and the WNBA are foreign players. You know, mm-hmm. especially if you look at the NBA, your top, your, your last few years, your MVPs have come from overseas, foreign players. So, you know, they're the face of the, of the league now. Uh, Luka Doncic, uh, uh, Giannis, um, Joel, you know, M- Joel Embiid, uh, the Joker. It's like those guys are not American-born players, so 
you know, you look at the women's side, the same thing. It's a lot of those players are, are, are foreign players. And, you know, their culture is different than ours. They're not taking that disrespect. Exactly. No amount of money. not accepted over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it shouldn't be accepted here. It just it when it's, when it's one one bad apple like that, you gotta nip it in the bud. One bad apple spoils the bunch, right? Right. It's profitable though. You have to take it. Huh? It's profitable. Look at the NBA and the NFL. It's profit off of the Black Lives Matter thing. It's on helmets, on video games. On you know, it's it's a uh, uh, you know, catchy slogan here and there. It's pretty mm-hmm. popular. You ain't going to stop bigotry and racism by putting it on a shirt. You stop it by hitting <laughs> it's their tall. pockets. It, yeah, mm-hmm. but you stop it by hitting their pockets and, 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 you know, doing your homework and keeping them out of certain things, hitting their pockets, you know, hitting them where it hurts, you know, disciplining them, you know, when someone is committed, committed a terrorist act is what I call it. You lock them up, you know, you know, it, it, you ain't going to stop it by putting a slogan and marching. That's why I don't understand. If they for Black Lives Matter and they for all these other organizations, Asian hate, then you can't have that in the NBA. You can't have him saying stuff like that go. and mistreating they women. You got to go automatically. You got to go. If you, that means that mean you being fake. That means you being two-faced, right? If you're not holding that right. same standard, you trying to push or like, we care about black people. We care about Asian people. We care about, you know, people of different races and different backgrounds but all you do is just suspend him for a year like oh shame on you talking like that you know better mm-hmm. you know better. Think- find you t- find you 10 million oh oh okay just 10 million i'm a billionaire okay i pay that that's ten dollars you know that's that's but bull I, crap man that's your that's think, great bull crap i think it's normal it's been normalized it's a normal thing uh they talk that way and they and this is something that it goes on more frequently but if you think about it, man, the situation with John Gruden, it's like a witch hunt. Because you got all the emails and you only just single out John Gruden. I don't know who cereal he pissed in, but nobody else did. You know, John Gruden talked that ish. <laughs> right. But 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 do I think John Gruden is a racist? No, I think John Gruden is. is See, that's why I'll. Is, yeah, I'll go ahead and let you go ahead and finish. Openly speaks his mind and say what he feels. Like, he, mm-hmm. you know. You can't. I don't believe. Like, if you if you actually talk to some black athletes or people in general, take a take a uh, you know privately secretly record you know conversation in barbershop, you wouldn't you would, you would probably think everybody's a racist, or everybody is sexist, or everybody is this because you know it's it, it if you got sports, you got certain conversations that's being had. People are freely speaking mm-hmm. and they're not really thinking, and so they're being but, ignorant. Yeah, I've been in there. I've been in there plenty of times from high yeah. school to college. And some sometimes now I make jokes to the pie, like, yo, maybe you shouldn't joke around like that. But it just it just shows that that you know sometimes you joke go a little too far. And I with you, I don't think John Gruden is a racist. I know him racism. I seen racism. Right. It's not it and they say like they say way worse stuff than that. But somebody who is racist. Can't be in the same room with people. Exactly. That's why I try to tell people in Mississippi. I seen it. You know, they don't want to be around. Like they don't. They want to be around you. They don't want. They don't. They. They're not gonna say nothing to you. They're not gonna speak to you. They're not gonna nod you. And 
that's that's the real racist right there. Not the one that's all in your face and it's like being buddy buddy. No, they just they just playing the role. Yeah. They just being ignorant. See, Mississippi, you know what I'm saying? Mississippi has institutional racism. Yeah. Which, which is the reason why you have poor state. You know, it's and it's and it's the thing with the uh, National Basketball Association and the Women's Basketball Association, you know, it's very diverse. So it's a criminal it's really incriminating to say anything like he really done messed up because now you have a, you, you know, this is not 1997, you know, mm. this is not, this is a new era. This new generation ain't having that. They're not going for it. And you finna have to, I, I wouldn't be surprised. They, they pull up to Sean Watson the way the NFL did and come back and get him out of there. Uh, we'll see. I think he, uh, he should get done the same happen. way. I, I just don't think they gonna, I think this is it. Unless they just have some audio or or anything like that, huh? I have no faith in people that exploit race, race like they exploit people of color or people or white people, or anybody. I don't, I don't, I don't get down like that because you just using them for money, and you and you using them for money and views. Mm. That's it. They don't care. I'm trying to tell you, they don't care. Really don't. All right, man. All right. So let's move on to some football games. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, it's week two. Um, some teams are looking to bounce back from a horrible week one. Uh, we saw the Chargers and the Chiefs play yesterday. I hope Herbert all right. And I'm not saying that just because he's on my fantasy team. I really, I really do hope he's all right with the reels, man. He He took some shots. And uh, it was a it was a doll fight until that pit sits. Cheese, I maybe I was wrong. Okay, I was wrong about cheese, man. They they were wrong. They still good. They still there. I'm sorry, I doubt you, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, I, what I saw was on that play on that pick six. Everett had just had a long run. He was trying to get out of the game. He's hitting his helmet, and. They went back to Everett again, and he ran this route lazy. He was tired, gassed. And that, that's the way the guy jumped the route because Everett didn't run the route. I'm going to yeah. tell you, man. I'm going to explain something to you, man. Like, Patrick Mahomes plays football like he literally, like NFL Street. He's running around just throwing it all over the place. You ever know, play NFL Street back in the day as a kid? Yeah. And throwing the ball, it's backyard football. But he, but he makes so many bonehead passes and plays, but his players that are around him make up for the craziness that he do. He's a great quarterback, but at some point in time, and it happened in the AFC Championship game last year, he does too much. And mm-hmm. he's starting to believe that hype. I agree. Uh, that side arm pass he threw for a touchdown was ridiculous. I was like, <laughs> yeah, he was he was out there escaping out of the pocket. On some some uh, sacks he evaded. I don't know how, but he did. But he he's that guy right now. Just he's that magician that pulled rabbits out the hat. And I was impressed about how uh, Clyde. It was a Larry ran uh, Juju. I don't know. He's non-existent. That's what I'm saying. I can, you cannot count on Juju to be that guy. He just disappeared. I only know he had a catch. I don't remember hearing his name. Yeah. But but somehow the Chiefs still won a game with. A lot of no names. NVS. I know a rookie had a, a touchdown score. I can't remember his name right now. But uh, 
I just wonder if the Chiefs can maintain this passing game with those receivers when they play against uh, a little bit more stronger team. Chargers, they dare, they rack the cusp, but I don't know. It seems like the the defense, they good, but they not great. Bro, I'm telling you what I saw. They should have picked him off five times last night. My yeah, they dropped. Away. Yeah. Yes, I'm talking about Asante Samuel's son. Asante Samuel Jr., he dropped so many. He dropped so many. He dropped the pick, and then he, he in position to probably have one more. And I, and I think what it is, too, scheduling. The NFL making these divisional – you having two divisional games back-to-back, that don't make any sense to me because I feel like, you know, you just ask the Chargers to play the Raiders and the Chiefs back-to-back. You know, you're going to ask the That's Saints to games. play their rival in the Falcons to their rival in the Buccaneers, you know. That's not that's not smart scheduling, man. Like that's that's at a disadvantage for the Saints and the Chargers or any team that's having to play divisional games back to back. That's that's a bit much. And the Chargers almost got it done. They were leading that that, that game. They were controlling the narrative. They should have had it done, but they yeah, should have. They, they couldn't close. Yeah, that's tough, man. It's tough playing back to back divisional games. They'll be back though. I feel like they, I feel like Chargers and Chiefs gonna split. So. It should be. It should wash itself out. All right. So the Jets are going to the Browns. Man, the Browns rushed for two seventeen versus the Panthers. So how in the heck the Jets gonna stop this rushing attack? Uh, mm-hmm. I I feel like that's that's all the Brown have. The Browns have. So I think that's what they gonna stick with it regardless. And I just don't see the Jets competing much. At all. Well, National Football. Unless they stop the run. National Football League has taught me this. You know, it's a week-to-week thing. Last week, I watched the Browns and the Panthers, and the Panthers came back. Jacoby Brissett was trying to get the game back. I believe the Jets are going to make Jacoby Brissett beat them. Um, They have the defensive line to be able to do that. Jets have a pretty good defense. I think they're going to make Jacoby. It's going to be closer than – than, than the experts think, because it's it's the NFL. It's a week to week deal. It wouldn't surprise me if the Jets win, but the Browns are supposed to win. But right now, if you want to beat the Browns, you got to make Jacoby Brissett be Deshaun Watson, and he can't do it. He wasn't good at all, Brissett. No, he wasn't good. He wasn't good, and and that's the thing. This is, this game here is one of those games that can go either way. Because you know the Jets, but the NFL team—they're gonna get up. They're gonna get up for this game. I just feel like the Browns are a little bit more complete. Yeah. So if I did have to pick a team, I'm I'm going with the Browns, uh, just because of you know they do have a solid defense, and at least the running game is still potent. You know what I'm saying? But you're right. In order for the Jets to win this game, they're gonna have to force Jacoby Brissett to throw the football. Uh, he was 18 for 34. He threw for 147. One touchdown. Okay. Right. Stop right there. 18 for 34. That's not good. Okay. So listen to me, Jets fans. Listen to me. Any any Jets, um, coaching staff, anybody just passing through VOS. Hey man, it's simple. You <laughs> load the box and you make this dude beat you. 
you know, you, you play that defense that everybody plays against Jimmy Garoppolo and then they play against Trey Lance right now. Can you beat me throwing the football? Load the box. I mean, because, you know, if the Browns are able to steal a few games while Deshaun is out, they're going to make the playoffs. That's true. God, that's why I'm backing on them losing these games because of quarterback play. But if Nick Chubb keep popping off like this, then they have a shot. So uh, who you going with? Uh, I know I sent you. I know I I sent I sent you that the Browns were going to win, but now I'm going with the Jets in the upset. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I'm telling you what I saw week one. I gotta believe what I saw week one. It was a lot of upsets. I mean, college football and the NFL. You know, any given Sunday, any, any given Saturday, I'm taking back my pick. I'm going with the Jets. Uh, hold on. Let me let me interject r- real quick. So, from last week, game picks, there's a three-way tie between Gatwood, Tyler, and RC. All three of y'all are 10 and 6. Me and Flowers are 8 and 8. <laughs> hey, yeah. right. I'm going to make yeah. a comeback, though. I'm going to make a comeback. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. I don't know. I, lost, I, I picked the game wrong last night. I picked the Chargers. The only person that picked the Chiefs was Gatwood. Yeah, he got it right. He got it right. I was, it should have been right, but he he got it right. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Commanders going to Detroit to play the Lions. Now, I thought about this game. I'm like, the Lions put up all them points against the Eagles. The Eagles' defense probably be a little bit better than Commanders. I know the, the, the Eagles' front four is, is pretty nasty. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, are we going to see the Will Wentz, though, in this game? Um, All right, Antonio Gibson going to go off again. Well, I think it's another one of those games where um, a team gets up off the mat this week. The the Lions were right there. The Eagles supposed yeah, to be they were. This, supposed to be this real good team, and they it, it was 38-35, I think, the final score. So that's t- mm-hmm. that tells me that the Lions can win a couple of ways. They can they can get in a slug out, a shootout. They can get in a they can get in a slug fest where it's, it's a low-scoring game, so I'm taking the Lions in the upset again. I don't know what my pick was, but I'm going to be on the road. I'm taking the Lions because I don't trust Carson Wentz. Yes, uh, I don't trust Carson Wentz either. Right now, the commanders are 22nd in the pass and 20th in rush in rushing yards. So I'm definitely taking the Lions because if the Lions can score 35, then I'm pretty sure they can put up pretty good points to the commanders who uh, let the Jaguars score a pretty good bid on them. So, yeah, I got the Lions on my pick on this paper. I wanted to make sure because I want my I want I want to keep my lead. I want to I want to separate from Tyler. <laughs> well, but, well, right now, Gatwood is he's he got he got that Chargers pick. He got that Chiefs pick right. So right, right now yeah. he in the lead. Yeah, uh, yeah. Jaguar scored twenty two. It was twenty eight to twenty two versus the Commanders. So I'm taking the Lions on this one. Um, Texans versus Broncos. I mean, I don't, I don't think I need to spell it out for y'all. But Russell Wilson, he's getting back on track. There's not gonna be two fumbles in the red zone like that. I know the Texans played the coast good, but Matt Ryan. 
maybe I was wrong. He seemed like he, he's exactly the same guy from last year with the Falcons. Um, I'm taking the Broncos because I don't think there's going to be that many turnovers, like I said, in the red zone where it, where it cost him the game. Where are they at? Where are they playing this game at? It's in Bronco country? Yeah, it's in Denver. Home opener. I'm taking the Broncos. Um, I'm with you on that. They're not going to turn the ball over like they did. Um, if they do, they're in for a long season. Like, if the Broncos lose this game, they're in for a long season. The fight and love you, Smiths, though, they're going to come out and play hard. The Texans <laughs> are going to play everybody hard because, I don't know, they just they – just, I was very impressed with them last week, and I was impressed with them in the preseason when they played my 49ers. They was really tough. Uh, I know it was preseason, but you can see you can learn a lot about the culture of a, of a team and how things may look. So I'm taking the Broncos, right. though. Okay, Texas, it sure did play their heart out. All right, Bengals versus Cowboys. No Dak. Uh, that's a problem. Cooper Rush, that's a problem. Um, defense. You know, they kind of they kept him in the Buccaneers game, but Joe Burrow is not throwing four in the substance versus the Cowboys. It, if the Cowboys, if Cooper Cuffs, Cooper Rush led Cowboys beat the Bengals, oh, my word. I don't, I don't even know what the Bengals fans would do. They, this they need this, they need this win. Hmm? Where's this game located? In Dallas. Yeah, the Bengals are going to bounce back. Uh, they lost a heartbreaker last week against the rival Pittsburgh. They're a little banged up, a little beat up, but the Cowboys are beat up as well. And the Cowboys don't have any receivers outside of uh, CD Lamb, so, which is just weird to me. They addressed everything but the things they need. They need. So, yeah, Bengals are going to are gonna take the roof off of that stadium. I feel you on that because uh, they they could have won the Steelers game, but them turnovers cost them at the end. Panthers versus the Giants. Barkley, he went for 164 against the Titans. Right? Mm-hmm. Is that me? Oh, man. that's Yeah, that's me. Uh, where was I? Oh yeah, Barkley went for one six fours against the the Titans. Mm-hmm. Whew. Panthers, they got gashed by Chubb. Mm-hmm. But I don't still take the Panthers. Cause I know, but I, I'm not sold on that one sixty four by Barkley. I'm not sold yet. I know mm-hmm. y'all like, well, Ben, when what Barkley gotta do to prove you wrong? I do it again, Barkley. Do it two times in a row. Man, times in a row. I'm with you on that, man. Listen, I love Saquon Barkley, but I think the Giants stole one. I think Tennessee is missing A.J. Brown. Quarterback play was very, very uh, subpar. I think Baker Mayfield with Chenault coming over from Jacksonville, D.J. Moore, forget about Christian McCaffrey, you know, Brian Burns on that defense, uh, Chin on the back end. Like, they got some parts. They got some guys over there, so they got some dudes, and they should have. If, if, you know, if it wouldn't have been for that janky call in the end, they probably would have beat the Browns. So I'm going with the fighting Baker Mayfields. <laughs> well, Baker, we got to see, see that swag on Sunday, man. You got to bounce back, bro. Even though I'm a Saints fan, you still got to bounce back. Pats versus Steelers. Steelers defense is just overwhelming. 
Uh, they forced five turnovers. Uh, I believe Matt Jones had three himself. And with I, the pass offense cannot stack up against the Steelers defense. We saw the Bengals struggling early in the game. Uh, the Patriots going to struggle early in the game because they really don't have nobody on offense. It's lackluster. Uh, it's not dynamic and not explosive. And I feel like this is playing right into the Steelers' hands. They want a vanilla offense. That's easy for them. That means they can bring the rush all day long and get pressure on on uh, Matt Jones and make him make mistakes. He made mistakes in the Dolphins games. I'm sure he's going to make mistakes in the Steelers game. There's no way around it. Yeah, uh, the Patriots don't have a number one receiver. And so, therefore, teams are – they're not scared of the passing game. Uh, Matt Jones is holding holding the ball. They was moving the ball against the Dolphins up and down the field. They just kept turning it over, not finishing drives with kicks. Um, I just think that right now um, the Steelers are – it's a big game, you know, for the Patriots, but it's an even bigger game for the Steelers because, you know, the Steelers rarely get off to a good start. So let's see if they can start this season off you know, faster than they usually start. So I'm picking the Steelers to win. Sound about right to me. And just Mike Tumlin, you said Mike Tumlin had, had a losing season. Right, right. <laughs> Keep it going. I guess you're proving it to be right. Colts versus Jags. Trevor versus Matt Ryan. Oh, what a game, guys. What a game. Oh, I had to think yeah, about tough. Like, yeah, because I didn't like what the coach was doing versus the Texans. Seemed like they didn't care. Are they going to take the Jaguars seriously? They should, because they sure didn't take the Texans seriously, I believe. And Matt Ryan has to do a better job of leading this offense. I mean, you would think a veteran like him will understand the magnitude of these games, especially divisional games like the Texans. But he, he failed. He failed miserably. And and providing a spark for this offense, he has to do more, in my opinion. Yeah, Matt Ryan um, is a dinosaur at this point. He, uh, he came into the, uh, the National Football League back in two thousand eight. It's twenty twenty two. He's played a lot of football. Um, him and Brady, they look they look similar in their gear now. Like the, everything looks too big on them. <laughs> uh, they got the, you know it just looks. You could just tell that they're, the game is the game has passed him by. Uh, mm-hmm. Brady not so much. I think uh, the Jaguars was in a close one last week with the with the uh, Commanders. The, the, the Commanders, but I think uh, I think the Colts figured this out. Uh, it's this one can go either way. I didn't I didn't actually send you my pick on this one. This is one of those games where you can't go wrong by picking either one because neither one has really shown shown to be consistent so mm-hmm. uh i would go with the Colts bouncing back after the tie same here i have the Colts winning this one uh the jaguars offense is still kind of not there so i need to see more travis nt need more than four carries <clears throat> so uh <coughs> the coach should bounce back Dolphins versus the Ravens. Now this is tough one because not like the the Ravens just uh, manhandled the other team last week. 
I mean, it they didn't start going off to the second half. And we know the Dolphins' defense is a little bit better um, up front in the secondary. The Jets, yeah, the Jets. That's the other team I think. Mm-hmm. So if they barely, if they didn't get going to the second half, man, I feel like this is a true test for the Ravens' offense. On Ryan with Lamar because he playing for a huge contract, and I think he gonna he gonna take this. They not gonna lose again like they lost to the Dolphins last year. So I'm riding with I'm riding with Lamar. I'm not riding with the Ravens. I'm riding with Lamar to take care of business. He need to take care of business. He cannot be. This team cannot see themselves losing to the Dolphins. Well, the Miami 49ers. I'm going with the Miami 49ers because everything is, you know, of course that guy came from, you know, from the gang, and I feel like he gonna he's building it in his image now. But you can see a lot of us in them, and I love Raheem Moster. I love Chase Edmonds. I love J- uh, Jalen Waddle, Tariq Hill, uh, Cedric, Cedric Wilson. Um, Kaseki so you and believe guys. in that tour? No. Notice I didn't name Tua. <laughs> I just feel like when you had that That's why I said around. that. You didn't name Tua. You got to believe yeah. in Tua in, in I, order to win this game. I believe in Mike McDaniel. Uh, I think that's his name. I feel like, you know, he's going to protect his quarterback, put him in good positions, but it's going to be a big test for them because the Ravens always pack their defense and Lamar's going to be running all over the place, but I got the Dolphins winning. I can see this going either way, but I can also see him too again flustered. The Ravens know Tyreek Hill. So they pretty much have a game plan for him. It's all about it all gonna come down how to find his way through this game. Yep. Are the Second Dolphins gonna come position. out are the Dolphins gonna come out run heavy? Or are they gonna come out with the little uh you know the jet sweeps, try misdirections? To get the Ravens going one way or the other. If I'm the Dolphins, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get the defense going one way. I'm trying to get them on their heels. Try to get them guessing. But is it's, it's going to still fall to it to make the third down conversions, to make the right read, no interceptions, no turnovers, perfect football. Right. right. You know, last year the defense won the game. So this year, I think gonna be on the offense to win this game. Right. If the offense can get twenty one points, they're gonna win. <clears throat> Come on, Lamar, man! You turned that. You betting on yourself right now, Lamar. You betting on yourself. Let's see, can you cash in? Falcon versus the Rams. <laughs> you know, Mariota. He, he he did cost the Rams the, the Falcons the game. Now he got a bigger test than the Rams. The Rams are pissed off, mad, embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And I see them having no mercy on the poor little Falcons. They're going to beat them boys to sleep. <laughs> uh, okay. I think the Falcons may be tricking people because of what they did with the Saints. They always play the Saints, traditionally play the Saints tough. If you know football, you know that. And I'm with you. I think the Rams get up off the mat. They won't want to prove a point. If the Falcons 
hang with the Rams or they beat the Rams, the Rams are in serious trouble. <laughs> but I'm taking the Rams. It, it's going to be a lot more competitive because the, the Falcons have done a great job developing their players. So if I even, I'm going to even give you a score on this one. I got the Rams winning 28-17. It's going to be a closer 28 game. 28-17? Mm-hmm. Okay, I, 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 I'll probably say 31-13. I think it's going to be further out. And mm-hmm. uh, I got plus one on the Dar- Aaron Donald uh, helmet snatching. He's going to snatch somebody's helmet in this game. I got plus one on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the, right. but, the, but, the, but the thing about it is we about to find out a lot about some of these teams in week two. It's early. We're going to find oh, out yeah. a lot. Mhm. You know, everybody getting in that uh that groove. They're like, okay, we first game got that out the way. Now, you know, getting back on track. Seahawks hand to the 49ers. Y'all not candlestick anymore. What's what's the name of our Levi Stadium in Santa Clara? Just, in Santa Clara. Yeah. Levi. Yeah. I, Levi. I, actually, I miss candlestick. I actually been to that stadium. Levi Stadium. Really? Yeah. Are you lucky? Yeah, I went out there in 2018. So, man. Jimmy G's first year. <laughs> Your boy. Mm-hmm. Seattle, led by the Geno Smith. He coming in to uh, San Fran to do an upset. Upset. He said they wrote him, but he didn't write back. <laughs> Is he going to cash in again against the 49ers? Listen, man, I, uh, you're going to have some more rain, so we're not going to be able to use that excuse again. But it's a robbery game. It's going to look just like the Saints-Falcons. It's going to be a slugfest. Um, I think Geno and Lance are in for a long day. Both defenses are going to be after their behinds. But I think the difference between the Seahawks and the 49ers is the 49ers actually dominated the Bears and lost. The Seahawks didn't dominate the Broncos. The Broncos beat themselves. The 49ers beat themselves with 12 penalties. They had more penalties than they had points. And in this game, Geno, he's going to be running for his life. Um, we got a new guy in our secondary, um, Talanoa Hufunga. We call him. It's Baby Palomalo. You got to watch him. He's He had a mm. great game last week. Great game last week. Um, safety was all over the field. And um, he's actually a second-year player, and he's putting it on him. He said, you know, he, he felt like the, the loss was on him, which it wasn't. Long story short, Geno won't get those handies. Now, Trey Lance, this is a big week for Trey Lance because yeah, I'm watching. There, are no, there are no more excuses. Now, now let's see you at home. You know, let's see, can you put up points? He actually played well last week. It's just all uh, the defense had too many penalties. Uh, they, they put him put him behind the eight ball. But um, I'm picking the 49ers to win 17-14 Niners. We're going to see uh, script club Lance. We're gonna see. Lance can make him dance. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're gonna see if he got that loss out of his system. Because if not, oh my word. Yeah. You're gonna start hearing them chants. Hell raising. It's gonna be hell raising because y'all can't get too far down in the division. Right. Because if the Cardinals decide to get together. And definitely, y'all lose a division game, man. Y'all already in the hole, right? I don't think especially, the especially to Seattle, where y'all should beat them, right? You should beat them, but I think, man, too, um, 
I'm gonna give Seattle some respect. They did what they supposed to do. It's just I saw Russell Wilson do something I have never seen him do before. He laid down. He quit. He quit. He quit. Hey, you know they say money changes people. <laughs> I don't know if hey, that's he just it. got paid. Well, he got. Yeah, I, he's a good guy, but man, yeah, he was overwhelmed by that moment. They were booing him. But yeah, now he's winning seventeen. He was in his feelings. You know how you know how, you know how sentimental Russell is. You looked sad to me. <laughs> oh man, it was no Bronco Country. Let's ride. <laughs> no, let's ride. Bronco like, Country. Let's leave. <laughs> let's get out of let's here. Let's get the get the hell out of here. <laughs> All right, Bucks heading to the Saints, man. Tom Brady in the Buccaneers. The Saints have won seven games, seven regular games against the Buccaneers. Seven regular season games against the Buccaneers. I believe Brady is 0-4 against us in the regular season. So, I heard reports that Julio didn't practice Thursday, that Mike Evans didn't practice Thursday. Russell Gage was limited. Um, it was somebody else. Leonard Fournette, I believe he was limited on Thursday. One of the guards was limited. And Tristan Worth, no, Tristan Worth was limited, but one of the guards did not practice. So you could see the books. Offense run on field with Russell Gage and Cameron Brake leading it. That's huge. That's huge, especially against the Saints defense that we can match up with them. We we gonna we probably not gonna be with a Debo. We probably gonna have um I forgot the other quarter names. Um, he's probably gonna be on the other side of line more. So that's about the only player that might miss the game. Alvin Kamara's day to day with ribs. So we're gonna see how he is. But other than that, Saints, we rolling in there. We we going in deep. And I'm curious to see how Tom Brady reacts. Cause like I said, in the Cowboys, he was kind of like he like he had stuff on his mind, but he he's still doing his thing. Is he gonna be fired up against the Saints knowing that you know the Buccaneers lost seven games against them in the regular season? Yeah, gonna, I picked the Saints to win this game, but you just convinced me that the Buccaneers are going to win this game. I'll tell you why. Okay. All of the all of those guys are going to show up and play. I want you to change this before you post our records that I picked the Buccaneers. I'm going to explain to you why. You just you just talked me into it. When <laughs> when these guys don't practice, they're going to play. And yeah, Brady, Brady pretty much has, like at this point, he looks for things to motivate him. And what's the one thing he hasn't done? He hasn't beat the Saints in a while. And so maybe he comes out and play with fire and brimstone. But I'm picking him just because you talked me into it because I was rolling with the Saints. <laughs> oh, so I'll try to discourage you. <laughs> hey, but, one, but one of my guys, man, um, that helped me pick the Saints every year is not there anymore. He used to give Brady problems. He lined up everywhere. Uh, come CJ. down to that box. Yeah, CJ was a Brady. It was a thorn in Brady's side. Brady was. I think Brady him. loved it. I don't think yeah. Brady just Brady. I think he loved the competition. Yeah, competitive, competitive, competitive. But these the thing that I saw with the Saints um, on the defensive side of the ball, which I didn't see in years past. The Falcons were able to move the ball. Yeah, 
at will. And I'm like, and I don't know, the one knock on Matthew later in his career or not, he don't stop the run. He can't help you in the run game. Um, he has. Yeah, he got ran over at Corey Patterson. I'm like, bro, yeah. get in there. Like, he didn't yeah. want to. And I think that's going to hurt us, man, because yeah. the Saints secondary players were never scared to tackle. CJ right. Gardner, man, he was all, he had his nose in there. Mm-hmm. And that's why I don't understand that trade. I, it hurts us more than people realize because I didn't see the same intensity from the Saints defense Mm-mm. against the Falcons. You let this guy walk for a veteran that's on his last leg. The money that you gave uh, Jarvis and that you gave um, uh, Marcus Honey May. Badger, Marcus May, and those guys, you got to sign your guys, your homegrown guys. The guys that's been there, the dogs that that flew from puppies. You gotta keep Gardner there because even when I saw him in person a couple times, he always stood out. He was always around the ball. So let's mm-hmm. see when you're playing a chess master in Brady, he's gonna find a weakness in your defense. He don't fear Tyron Matthew. We saw it in the Super Bowl. He don't so, fear Justin Evans. Right. So it's like, show me better than you can tell me. Brady will take the dinky dunk. He's going to throw the ball yeah. with the defense. If he the don't defense care. Is allowing. Yeah, he don't care. So let's see if the Saints can get – if they don't move Brady, he's going to dissect them. And then uh, the, on, the def- on the defensive side, hold on. The Buccaneers have a lot. Mm-hmm, they they do. You know, they got a lot on defense. So let's see. But I don't feel like their corners can match up with our receivers. And all, it all, it all, it's going to come down to – if our O line isn't trash, I know, I know two people on that O line that's trash, maybe three. If them guys really actually good. play like the other two guys on that O line, then we should be something. But it gonna come down to that, the trenches. Somebody to to tell James. Somebody tell James to not make this personal, because your old team. And you want to go out and put like, 400 yards on them. But if you go into that game and not take what's given, you're going to have four picks. So if you have a first half like he, if you have a first half like he did against the Falcons, it's going to be over quick. He can't have that. He, we, we cannot start off that slow. Now you're the Buccaneers. All right. Uh, Cardinals versus Raiders. Uh. This game is really interesting. Raiders are tough in passing. And it just, what the Chiefs did to the Cardinals this past game where Kyle Murray was just running for his life, it, it, it's going to be something because the Raiders' offense and defense are pretty dang good. The Raiders had six sacks, six against the Chargers. And then. If you didn't know, the Cardinals are last against the passing. They last against the pass. So how in the world are they going to match up against Devontae when they couldn't match up against Juju? <laughs> they couldn't match up against Juju, Nunu, and Boo Boo. They ain't know nobody. <laughs> you know, got the Chiefs, other players, I swear, I don't know none of them. MBS, um, it was somebody else that I didn't know. They were catching stuff for Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. That uh, that rookie running back, 
Pisaccio, yeah. I don't know that dude's yeah. name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he yeah. was doing stuff, man. I'm like, System where players. is the Cardinals system. defense? Where is Isaiah Simmons? It's a system. Right now, the Cardinals are in free fall. That's why I'm not worried about my division because I'm going to explain to you why. First of all, that's incident that happened in the summer where they called their starting quarterback out and said he wasn't uh, dedicated. That That is a problem. Then also, you, had a, you got a head coach who won, who never won in college that was gift-wrapped wrapped, uh, actual National Football League head coaching job. He, he didn't win in college, and he's not going to win in the, in the NFL. And last but not least, the Raiders looked really good last week. They played a real good team. Like, mm-hmm. uh, Mac had three sacks last week, and, and Joy Bosa had one. That's four sacks they gave up. So that changed the game. I think – they won't be able to stop Devontae and the Raiders bounce back. And then we're not even talking about uh, what's that white guy? He didn't even go off. Hunter Renfro. Uh, last game. Yeah, Hunter Renfro didn't even go off last game. So he, I know he's looking to bounce back, and the Cardinals literally cannot match up against the Raiders receivers. And then we then we ain't talking about Josh Jacobs and Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake had a good game. We know what Kenyon Drake can do. So the the Cardinals, man, they in turmoil right now. If they knew that Kyler Murray didn't study the playbook, why pay him? I am not about to pay a 5'9 quarterback who doesn't study the playbook. Another thing, too, man. When you're undersized or you're lacking something, your preparation is everything. Yes. Now, do, we know, do we know if he really studies or not? We don't. But the issue is... He walks around, being that he's top five in salaries already as a young guy, he walks around like it. And so that is an issue. He has to understand that it's not so much about you can study all you want. It's what you do when you get to the game. He got to understand about going through progression. And I think that's the problem with him being 5'9". The defense is moving pretty fast. I don't know if 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 I'm taking it out of proportion. But when they made him call plays during the preseason, that stood out to me. Like, they were trying to show him, like, yeah, this is what it all go into getting prepared for a game. Right. Because what happened is, is he's taking – he's representing his coach. His coach, they run that air raid offense, the same offense that Mississippi State run, and they throw that ball all over the lot. And so, therefore, they're, when a defense challenges him – and take something away, he he can't get to the second and third guy. Um, but he probably could get there a little bit faster if he just studied a little bit harder or just worked on getting to the next guy and getting off the other guy. But, hey, man, he's a professional athlete. Um, he plays the sport, actually plays the sport I don't. But this week we're going to see if he takes a step because it's a big game. The Raiders are coming in. Yeah, this is a huge it? game. Is it in Arizona? This is a- uh, it is in uh in L.A. L- I mean, I said L.A. Las Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, Raiders gonna win their home open. Raiders. They not yeah. Mm-mm. They if they took the Chargers for a nice little ride and it was a good game, then the Cardinals. I don't know how they're gonna stack up. Bears versus the Packers. I mean, Aaron Rodgers should bounce back from the, the Vikings beat down. He should against the Bears. Uh. The Bears, I feel like uh, they stole one from y'all. They they got one from y'all, and now uh, they're going in Green Bay, where 
Aaron Rodgers looking somebody looking for somebody to take out the frustration on. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry as you Bears, but y'all the next man up. So hopefully uh y'all don't get beat that bad. Hopefully y'all control the clock so the score won't get out of hand. But I think Aaron is looking for a little bit of redemption. A little bit. Like I'm still the man. He always he always wants you to prove people that he's still the man. I still got it. I'm still freaking Aaron Rodgers. That's just him. So I have the Packers beating the Bears. Uh, I I just don't see it. It's, it's not going. It's not raining. It's, it's not no conditions going on. So the game should be fairly even. And I think the Packers are a better team, up and down. Well, I'm gonna surprise you with this. I'm gonna praise the Bears. I'm not gonna pick them to win, but I'm gonna say this. I don't like making excuses. Oh, even though even though Trey Lance played in the swimming pool, so did the Bears. I feel like that uh, Justin Fields is exceptionally they, – they keep saying he can't read defenses. This man is actually playing with no receivers, and he made plays. Yeah. He got he Darn was Mooney. He was running away from my defense. We had him dead to the right a few times, and he made plays with his feet. Um, you can't teach what he is able to do with a football in his hand. And then their defense with Robert Quinn and those young guys, Eddie Jackson on the back end, they, they made it. If you let them hang around, they'll beat you. So here's, yeah, Roquan. So here's the message to the Packers. If you don't want to be 0-2, I've scouted them for you. This is what you got to do. When the score in the first half, score early and often. If you let them hang around in the fourth quarter, the Bears will beat you, okay, because it's a National Football League team in any given Sunday, and they this a rivalry game. And, 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 and being honest, they haven't beat Aaron Rodgers. He always beat the Bears. So they would love to get him this time. So I'm picking the Packers. But yeah, I love, the Bears. How, yeah I, I love how Justin Fields came along. I'm, I'm a big fan. And uh, I hope he continues to progress. The Bears just haven't gotten him anything to work with. Imagine when they finally sign some people in free agent, get him some weapons. Uh, we, say, we see Herbert coming on in the backfield with David Montgomery. So they got two young studs at the running back position. This is to improve the receiving core and improve the own line. And they, they could be right there. The defense is already good. They good and they can keep you in games. So they just need to build up on their offense. They can just do that for Justin Fields, man. I feel like he can make that next step. Like Herbert has. I feel like he can get himself into that conversation. Uh Titans versus the Bills. If Titans gonna press in like they did uh versus the Giants, the Bills gonna laugh them out the stadium. The Bills like this is who we playing against. You know, the 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 Titans. So uh Josh Allen, he should have a pretty dang on good day on the ground and in the air. Because the Bills they they built to run, they built to run the ball. They built to uh, run that type of offense. And the Titans, they seem like they can't stop that type of football. I mean, they seem like kind of the finesse-type team, even though they have Derrick Henry. It seems like the, the defense is not used to having that, that power back. And Josh Allen, he's not a running back, but he sure do run like one. And he don't slide. That's that corner. Uh, I forgot his name. That's that corner for the rounds, what he got at the end. Big bad Josh Allen. Big bad Josh Allen. He's gonna win. He's gonna win the MVP this year. 
and it's going to look like they're mowing grass out there. Um, <laughs> they're going to beat the brakes off the Tennessee Titans because when you play good quarterback play, you got to have a quarterback on the other side that can score points as well. And then also, yeah, you got to have a defense. That, I tell anybody, I'm not a, a, a genius, or I don't think I know everything about football, but I do know this. A great pass rush will neutralize a great quarterback. I've seen it done. Uh, the Giants won a Super Bowl. That's how they got Brady. They were sacking Brady left and right. So I think the Titans don't have a great pass rush. Mm-hmm. Um, so, therefore, Josh Allen's going to be out there surgical with that thing. I got the Bills big. No one circus, circus the wagon like the Buffalo Bills. You got that right. Josh Allen and them boys. Josh Allen and company. And it was amazing to me that the Bills, they found another gym in, in Gabe Davis. So, who, who you going to guard? Gabe Davis or, or Stephon Diggs? And then we're not even talking about Dawson Knox, you know, the tight end for him. So, it's like they got playmakers in the Titans. They, they couldn't take care of the Giants. And the Giants kind of don't have them type of playmakers outside of Barkley and maybe Kenny Galladay. I don't even know what Kenny Galladay did. So it's it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a, 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 I won't say it probably is gonna be a blowout, but you know how it is sometimes. Now this game right here was tough. I I was running simulations through my head of what can happen. I like well the Eagles they allowed the Lions to score thirty five points. The the Vikings they shut out Aaron Rodgers. I mean they'll get into him, but I just couldn't get over. Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown, man. I love that connection. Even though the defense didn't play up to what they look like on paper, I feel like they can add, uh, they can bring a little bit more uh, dynamic to the game besides the Packers' uh, defense. I feel like the Eagles, they they have the people. They They just didn't play up to the standards, you know, that we think they should play up to. And with with Hurts and out with Hurts and AJ Brown and maybe Devontae Phil Smith can get things going. I, I feel like this is gonna be a close game, but um the Hurts and, and Hurts and AJ Brown, they gonna they're gonna edge them out only because of how a only because of how Jalen Hurts played the game. You know, you gotta guard him in the passing and running. He just don't stand back there and just throw a football. He run that RPO. He run that Wildcat. He run all that type of stuff. So the Vikings going to see something they don't see much of. And I think it's going to throw them off a little bit. Well, what you say, RC? Hmm, man, it is tough, man. It's, it's going to be a good one, too. I feel like they match up, but, you know, the Eagles offense is potent. Well, I mean, oh, it's the Vikings. Week. I mean, Justin Jefferson and Devin Cook, but you know, after one week, you can't go wrong with this pick. Um, after one week, both of these teams were very impressive, but I think the Vikings were more impressive than the, I mean, the the, the uh, Eagles because of the Lions fighting back. But you know, if the Lions, if the Vikings are able to beat the Eagles. Like, I think we're crowning the Eagles too soon. I need to see them do it. So this is be the week. I'm going to pick the Vikings because um, if the Lions can get 35, the Vikings for sure can get that because um, we don't even talk about Adam Thielen. And Thielen was Adam, really non-existent. 
Yeah, we don't even talk about him, but I think mm -hmm. they're going to try to take Justin, Justin Jefferson away. And I think he's going to show up. And Madison and, and my boy Dalvin Cook are looking really good. So I'm taking the Vikings in a close one. Yeah, close one. It's going to be a close game. It's going to come down to whoever had the ball last. And, yeah. and and whoever had the ball last, that's the wrap. We're going to find out a lot about the Eagles in week two right here. Yeah, because uh, I wasn't impressed by that 35. They let the uh, Lions drop on them. I said they got to be better than this. And I hope they I hope they took a lot away from the, the, the film and made adjustments and played more as a unit. Cause they got the people. They got the talent. They just need to play together. And I hate say I hate seeing this though, cause the Saints got to see them, and they beat us before last year. But I just the Eagles, they can get this thing together and get this ball rolling, and they can be an NFC favorite, most definitely. You are listening to Voice of the Fans Sportscast, brought to you by none other than the Voices of the Fans, discussing football, basketball, news, trending topics. The one-stop shop for all things sports. Voice of the fans, sports cast. Hosted by none other than Ben Swift Reynolds, Taylor Gatwood, and Tyler Wright.